You are listening to Mountain Bike Radio. You are listening to the Apex Nutrition Podcast on Mountain Bike Radio. I'm your co-host, Ben Welnack, and with me, Kelly Jennings. Kelly, what's up? Hello. Not too much. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. How are, how are the holidays for you and the kids? It's been good. We got snow, which was good, and uh, it's been cold since then, but but yeah. can't complain. Yeah. Are you done with toys? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. I, have, I only have two kids. I'm done with toys. Oh, my gosh. Like the uh, remote control cars have been banned to the outside, even though it's only like three degrees outside. <laughs> yeah, they're banned. So pretty much you just banned them. Yeah. And blame it on the weather, not you. Blame it on their grandparents. Well, that's true, yeah. <laughs> All right, listeners. This episode, Kelly's going to talk about uh, setting up your 2015 habits rather than just making another New Year's resolution that fails. So, <laughs> Kelly, what do you yeah. what do you have for us? All right. Well, this time of year is when everyone makes resolutions. I think, you know, there's been enough backlash, it seems like, in the last few years of, like, the anti-resolution that I don't need to state it. But I will tell you um, what I think about it and how I can help you set up some habits instead. So from my point of view, the problem with resolutions is um, instead of being action-based, like things you can control and what you can do, they're very outcome-based. And that's okay. You know, I'm my resolution is to lose 20 pounds this year. It's an outcome, and that's fine. But unless you wait, you 20 out, pounds? You? Not me. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> that's like a 50-year <laughs> body weight. Uh, that's what I would hear. Or <laughs> that could be anything. I'm okay. smoking. I'm going to wake up every morning and go skiing. That's okay. what my resolution right, is. Cool. Um, but, well, that would be a habit. Anyway, now I'm all messed up. So you you get what I'm saying. Yes. Like they're they're big. They're a one time. They're usually black and white or fail versus succeed. Um, and that's a problem because I think stats, you know, I don't even know where people get these stats, but stats say that by, you know, the end of January, most people have stopped trying to um, obtain their resolution by then they've, they've given up. So, um, you know, I've worked with, I was, I was thinking about the numbers the other day. Literally it's, it's thousands now of people I've worked with one-on-one to meet their goals. And so I kind of wrote down for my clients this year what I know about resolutions and goals and habits and how to meet them. So I thought I would share that today. So to set it up again is um, the resolutions, the thinking of things as you're either going to succeed or fail, that is just setting you up for failure, really. So instead of doing that, let's break it down. So here are five tips, starting with number one. It is okay to set long-term goals, which makes me sound ridiculous because I just said that we're not doing resolutions, and now I've just rephrased it as long-term goals. But you have to have an idea of where you're going. Like, you don't want to just hop in the car and be like, well, we're going to go to grandma's, but then you just start driving east instead of west. Yeah, I'm going to do it mile by mile, which, yeah, that's habits, but that's exactly. So, and I'm not saying that you, you shouldn't start there. It's just that there's a lot more work to do besides just setting up that resolution or long-term goal. Call it what you want to. So you start with that. You set that and you write it down. Let's say you do a long-term goal for the year. That's fine. Then I recommend that you break it down to a six-month goal, a three-month goal, and a one-month goal from there. So you've got your year, your six. Let's Okay, let's just use the 20 pounds because that's easy to go with. I'm going to lose 20 pounds in 2015. 
That means in six months, I want to lose 10 pounds. In three months, I want to have lost five pounds. And in a month, I want to be on my way. So maybe two or three pounds, something like that. Okay. So break it down that way. I think these um, goals should be written down, like I said, and even signed like a contract is a good way to do it. You want to put them somewhere where you can see them so you're reminded of them. Also, it can really help with motivation to have goals written down. So then when you're making a decision during the day, whether you're going to work out that day or not, whether you're going to you know, go on your bike ride or not, you see your goal and it helps with that motivation. It really, it really does. Rather than just thinking of it in your head, there's something very powerful about speaking things out loud and about writing them down. If you've got an accountability partner or someone you're working with, then speaking it out loud is fine. But if you're just doing this by yourself, writing it down is a good way to go. All right. Post it on Facebook. Post it on Facebook. Oh, man. Yeah. (laughs) Well, if you want to, go ahead. (laughs) Right, right. That's a different topic. Okay. So next, I should just start a group. Yeah, the anti-resolution Facebook. Group. There you go, and you'll have yeah. No one exactly. will ever see it because Facebook doesn't put my right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So next, then for each goal, we're going to break this down into habits. Habits are like a daily how you're going to get to that goal. So what do you need to do each day to lose your two pounds in the first month, your three pounds in the first month? Um, you're going to need a plan. For this. So if you don't know what to do, that this kind of depends on if you know what to do or not. If you don't know what to do and you're in the area of um, endurance nutrition, you know, you can contact me and I can help you with the plan. But if you do know what to do, a lot of people do whenever they have this long term goal, no matter what it is, oftentimes they already have the tools, but they're just not using them. They're not sticking to them. That's the motivation. It's the long term, you know, um, sticking to it. That's been an issue. So um, in this case, if you know what to do, then write down those habits that you need to do each day, or at least five out of seven days. Sometimes going for a not 100%, but more like 80 or 90% outlook is a good thing. All right. So those are going to be your daily habits. And that could be, you know, I'm going to go on, you know, I'm going to do like um, high intensity workout 30 minutes a day. I'm going to do this with my eating. I'm going to... um, go on, you know, two hour bike ride at least three times a week, whatever it is, write those down. So now you've got your plan. That's the habits. You've got your goals that are broken down into different months and a year. The third thing is to enlist accountability. That's what I'm here for, for my clients. And I could be for you, but also there's other ways to go. I I recommend that you don't use an immediate family member for this. Um, Sometimes I've seen clients try to do accountability with spouses and it, it generally, you know, sometimes it works, but generally it doesn't. It, it adds the stress and it adds, um, like, even when the spouse isn't looking at your meal, like, oh, what are you eating? <laughs> are you, you know, are you staying on track? feel like that. There's that feeling. And that happens with me because a lot of times family members will ask me for help. And then every time I eat with them, it's kind of like they're looking at what I'm eating. They think I'm looking at what they're eating. And it's not. So sometimes that can be uncomfortable. And also, if your spouse is just like, hey, did you go for a bike ride? You might be like, what? You know, <laughs> you know, thinking that they're like judging you. So sometimes this is a much better place for a friend um, or someone who, you know, even online, there's whole groups of people who can be good for accountability. If you don't want to reach out for some, to someone, an online food journal or, you know, keeping your training up there. Um is a great way to go too. So just writing it down again, your your goals, but also writing down um, what you're doing each day to meet those 
not the habits that you wrote down that you want to do, but what you're actually doing each day is a really good way to go. And there's, you know, studies that show that food journaling really helps people stick to their eating plan and, and that sort of thing. So that's a good way. Do you um, have any, I'm kind of putting you on a spot, but do you have any apps or anything that you found that work well or any ideas where people could search out? I, yeah. I, I know there's apps out there. I just don't know which ones. I've never used any of them, like food counting or calorie counting yeah. apps. My favorite for um, food journaling is MyFitnessPal. And that one's become really big. And I think Training Peaks has even incorporated that one. So if you're already on that for training, I think MyFitnessPal is there. It does have the app for your phone. I'll tell you that all of them are frustrating in some respects. They all take a little bit of time, especially at the start, because you're just entering in all your foods. Once you have them, you can just kind of keep clicking them because most people eat sort of the same things over and over. So then that becomes easier. One of the things to watch out for on my fitness pal is a lot of the entries are participant entered. So it can be a little bit inaccurate in that way. Since I don't nitpick every little thing about food, then I think that it's, it's okay because they're generally pretty close. Um, but that can be frustrating. And every once in a while, I'll see one that's just way off. And if you didn't know better, it might be confusing. But it, overall, that one's still probably my favorite one. And it's just really easy to, to use. Um, another thing that can be fun, are there some like um, accountability sites that where you set up an amount of money? And if you don't reach your goal, you have to pay money to um, to like a charity. And one of the best things to do is to set up to a charity you don't like, because then you'll really not want to pay money to them. That that might sound horrible because everyone's supposed to like all charities, right? Yeah. But if you don't, if it's something that you would pay money to anyway, it's probably not going to get you like it should if you don't reach your goal. You want this to be something you don't want to give money to maybe, or, you know, something along those lines. But there's a couple of websites. One's called stickk.com. So S-T-I-C-K-K.com. So two K's in a row. The other one is called dietbet.com. And there's some different things on both of those. I think you can actually send people money that you don't want to send up to if um if you don't meet your goals. So that that can really help. And there's something about like having a monetary, you know, kind of getting you in the wallet that will make you stick to things better than just uh I don't know, saying you want to stick to it. Hmm. Works. Works. Yep. Next thing is to have some fun. Um don't take yourself too seriously. Don't take your goals too, too seriously. I mean, you want to stick with them, but if it's all drudgery and it's all serious all the time, then it just takes so much away from it. If you like a certain podcast like Mountain Bike Radio, you know, include that in your goals. Include listening to that while you work out or if there's a certain book that you want to do, an audio book while you um, work out, you know, do as far as food goes, try new recipes. One of the things I did early on in my marriage, actually, was I um, tried to cook one new thing every week. So that didn't totally overwhelm me um, because I wasn't cooking a new thing every night or anything. But one new thing a week, you know, really helped me to learn how to cook a lot of different things. And so if you try new foods, if you try um, new recipes and new workouts, you know, changing it up with the different seasons or um, new roots, whatever it is, Strava is something, you know, that can be good or bad, but just any way you can kind of make it fun to stick to these goals. That's always better. Um, and then number five is to reward your efforts and not with food. So don't say I get a Sunday or something if I, you know, lose my two pounds. That's no good. What you want to do is to reward it with 
something that you'll look forward to, but that just continues to promote what you're trying to get to anyway. So something like new gear would be a good thing, a new helmet, a new whatever. And, um, and then as soon as you reward your effort, kind of 5B is that you have to reassess your goals. Because now if you've met your goal, you can probably go further or you can decide that you want to maintain where you are. So, um, so that's kind of it. So just to recap the five then is to start with your long-term resolution or long-term goal. That's fine. And then break it down into um, smaller goals along the way. So I recommend something like a year, then six months, three months, and one month. Um, then you want to write down the habits that you know that it'll take. This is your plan. How are you going to get there? Third is you want to enlist some accountability and maybe even write down what you're doing every day and see if it matches up with the habits you want. Fourth was to have fun and to mix it up. And five is to reward yourself. And then so. 5B is to... 5B. Yeah. Reassess. Right. And 5C? <laughs> yes. Don't worry is. about it if you get off a little bit here and there. Keep, your, of, keep yeah. number one in mind. That's right. And that's part of reassessing too. You know, one thing that I work with people a lot is mountain bikers will say, well, you know, this is how tall I am. This is, you know, give me their history. This is the way I want to be at. What do you think? And I'll often say, because there's no mathematical formula that tells me this person at this height, at this age should always be this weight. So a lot of times I'll say, yeah, let's set that up as a goal. And then when we get to within 10 pounds of that, we're going to reassess and see if it's worth it to get to that goal. If you still feel good, if energy is good. So even working towards a goal, there's this constant reassessment. Sometimes it's not about weight, but someone will get to a place where they just feel super healthy and um, body composition is good. And performance has improved and recovery is great. And if they keep inching towards that weight goal, those things will start to suffer. And strength to weight ratio is no longer improving because strength is no longer improving. So there's this constant reassessment whether you're obtaining your goals or not. And yeah, kind of take it with a grain of salt that you're starting with a goal. And there's no way to know for sure if that's the exact right goal for you in a lot of, um, with a lot of goals. So keep reassessing. And uh, yeah, don't give up. Awesome. And people, if you have any questions, you can always email me about if you have any questions about the podcast or if you have any questions, you know, for about this episode that you want to hear in future episodes, let us know. Ben at mountainbikeradio.com. And if you have specific questions for Kelly, Kelly, where do they find you, Kelly? They can find me at Kelly, K-E-L-L-I, at apexnutritionllc.com, or you can find me on my website. It's apexnutritionllc.com. And if you need that step two plan, I do have like instant download plans where you'll that day be able to start on um, a training nutrition, a daily nutrition, the whole supplement, the whole plan spelled out for you. And of course, there's custom plans as well. So I can help you with that one and um, we can go from there. And if you're a mountain bike radio member, which is, you go to mountainbikeradio.com slash membership, and you can find out more information about that. But you can get 15% off of stuff from Kelly. Yeah. So that's a good deal. Yes. So check it out. All right, Kelly. Thank you very much. And we'll be back with another episode. So stay tuned, people. And yeah, we'll, talk to, we'll talk to you soon in the next episode of the Apex Nutrition Podcast. Yeah.